0: watch i'm your host camila and uh we are going to talk about movies music tv and just general pop culture yumminess if you have not already please follow us on twitter and like us on facebook this is episode 33 the hey girl edition we are continuing to study the gentle curve of ryan gosling's career um i have a special guest today my neighbor sean say hello to the people sean
1: (laughs) hey people how you doing
0: um Sean, would you like to tell tell us a little bit about yourself?
1: Not at all, no. Okay,
0: excellent. So we're just gonna move right along then. <laughs> Sean, you like to play like you're shy. Is that what I'm getting here? Or are you just?
1: Oh, I'm far from shy. Uh, I just. No, let's keep the mystery alive. You with,
0: know, with that smooth, silky voice. God, you just roll in here and basically take over my job. All right. <clears throat> This episode is sponsored by Horror Pack. Horror Pack is a horror movie subscription box. Do you uh do you know about subscription boxes, Sean?
1: I don't. Educate me, please. Okay,
0: so subscription boxes. Now they have them for a billion different things, but you may notice that I get a nerd block box ever so often—a package with nerd block written on it. <laughs> I've always wanted to
1: ask about it, but I've well, never been ballsy enough to ask.
0: Well, please do ask. This. Wonderful Sherlock thing that you are admiring that came in the box, and every month I get a bunch of nerdy stuff, and there always a T-shirt is included as well. But this subscription box, you can pick from four different plans. The most popular being nineteen twenty-four a month, and that is for four horror Blu-rays or DVDs for three months and those spectacular horror films are yours to keep. You have a special we have a special code for our listeners to get $3 off your first month. So just go to horrorpack.com, sign up and use the promo code down to watch HP. You get yourself a treat, you let them know that sponsoring us works and we get to keep bringing you the podcast. Everybody wins. All right, Sean, do you have any particular thoughts about Ryan Gosling in general? Are you a Gosling fan? Do you see a movie if God, 'cause Gosling is in it, or
1: I'm not that guy. No, <laughs> you know. <laughs> let's be honest. I watched this because of Kevin Bacon.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> hey, all right. I like it. All right, we're, we'll get there. So let's get without further ado, let's get into the show. Um, just so you guys know, of course there will be spoilers, but Crazy Stupid Love, the movie that we are talking about today, came out in 2011. And I feel like if you haven't seen it yet, you probably aren't going to and you don't care about spoilers so the plot summary is a middle-aged husband's life changes dramatically when his wife asks him for a divorce he seeks to rediscover his manhood with the help of a newfound friend jacob learning to pick up girls at bars <laughs> directed by glenn ficara and john requah written by dan fogelman our personal histories with the movie i'm pretty sure i saw this in the theater because of ryan Gosling. Um, (laughs) I I own the DVD. It's not one of my faves, but (laughs) have you seen this movie before, Sean? Uh,
1: I think I've seen it once or twice. Um, not any special measure memories or anything. You know, just treasured about it. It was just.
0: Did you take a date to see it in in the theater? No,
1: I'd never take a date to see a romance. Oh, just (laughs) no, no. That's just a chump move. Don't do that.
0: Okay, so yeah, I guess that's kind of a chump move. I, I guess it's something you don't really want to do. Do you take dates to movie theaters? To, to movies and theaters? Never on the first. Okay. I mean, you like to get a feel for what the lady is into before. You, Dad, um, you or, know, because this movie is so heavily on like the single guy and his um, prowess and things that are, I'm going to be asking you a lot of questions about that. Tell me to tell me, shut up. None of your business at any point in time.
1: Kimela, I'll never <laughs> tell you to shut up. I might change the subject, but I'd never tell you to shut up.
0: <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. All right. Um, so you've got no special, nothing with this. I Why don't. did you choose this? Because um, Sean chose to. to review this one with me that was the first one that came to your head okay it was
1: after beer four let's be honest <laughs> and i heard ryan gosling and sean we want you to be on the podcast so i was like ryan gosling ryan gosling and i was like oh crazy stupid love i've seen that you know emma stone's in that i can get behind that okay and then uh no it was uh today it hit me i was like i could have done Drive. <laughs> I need to come back and do drive.
0: Yeah, so um, if you guys enjoy Sean, which I feel like you're going to, he's going to be back and do drive. All right, our character actor breakdown. Steve Carell is the main star of this movie. He plays Cal, our middle aged, cuckolded friend, guy. I'm
1: just going to sip my bourbon
0: <laughs> and stare at me judgingly. Um, so Steve is the one who is his wife. Gets his uh, wife cheats on him, and she tells him he wants she wants a divorce, and uh, his life turns into crumbles. And then he meets Jacob Ryan Gosling.
2: Hey, Jacob Palmer, Cal Weaver. Let me buy you a drink, Cal. Thanks. I already have a drink. Hey, Cal. Sit down. I'd like to buy you a drink. Okay. Guess what? My
1: wife is having an affair with David. David Lindhagen.
2: David Lindhagen, I know. How do I know that? I don't know. I'm a total stranger. How would I know something so intimate about your wife? David Lindhagen screwing your wife, too. No. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Do you want to know why I know that, Cal? (coughs) Okay. Because it's all that I've heard, Cal, for the past two nights. It's all anybody's heard. You're going around and you're like, you're like badgering people with this sad, sack, loser, sob story. And I I don't understand why. No, I don't need this crap. Cal, sit down. All right. Look, I know that sounds harsh, but it's true, and you need to hear the truth, okay? Okay. Cal, would you take that straw out of your mouth, please? Just for this conversation, you know what that looks like? looks like you're sucking on a tiny schvanz. Is that what you want? What? Is that the message you want to send to everybody? No one's thinking that. Really? So, permission to speak candidly, sir? Uh, I think you've already gone there. You're sitting there with the Supercuts haircut, you're getting drunk on watered-down vodka cranberries like a 14-year-old girl, and you're wearing a 44 when you should be wearing a 42 regular. Honestly, I don't know if I should help you or I should euthanize you.
0: Who Ryan is just like a super, super womanizer. That's his job, apparently. I think there's a little more to
1: him, but go on.
0: Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, we also have Julianne Moore, <laughs> who plays uh cal's wife emily who um i personally find julianne Moore very boring um there are a lot of times when she's on screen that i just absolutely zone out and i there were a couple of times watching this last night where i had to rewind and be really like oh yeah I'm, I'm, i should be paying attention to what's going on <laughs> um, we also have emma stone who plays ryan's love interest emma is hannah and I always like Emma Stone. She's very funny. She's very cute. And I enjoy her.
1: That's good. I, I was starting to think that maybe you're racist against <laughs> gingers. <laughs>
0: nope. It's Julianne more specifically. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that woman, <laughs> but she's just. <laughs> Anna Lee Tipton <laughs> plays Jess, who I I don't know. I, this girl looks familiar, and I didn't really pay attention to her IMDB, IMDb credits, but um, I know she's been in other stuff, and she plays Jess, who is the family babysitter for Cal and Emily. Jonah Bobo plays Robbie, Cal and Emily's son. Who so this kid? He's got the creeper stare down already. <laughs> I am
1: not saying anything. It's, it's the some, hair, isn't it? It's
0: the hair, and he's got like that. He's got like a. It's a weird stare, especially towards the end of the movie when he's just staring at. Jess, I think. And it's just which, you know, after she gives him a very inappropriate gift. Um Well I mean look who the dad is in the movie. <laughs> we can blame him, right Okay. I can dig it. Um we also have Marissa Tomei, who was a delightful surprise. I i dig her. I always like her. She plays Kate, who um just so happens to be one of Cal's conquests. And honorable mentions go to Josh groban The uh what is he? He's just uh, like an opera singer, I think is what he does if he's not he's a singer people like him but he's also pretty funny and he plays hannah's banana pudding boyfriend i don't even remember his name but my most favorite character is liza lapira who plays liz hannah's friend her best friend who says everything that at least i was thinking in the film so (laughs) crazy stupid love um to me, this movie, and, and now that I see that there were two directors, it kind of seems like it has two different tones about it. It's almost a little bit... What are your overall thoughts of, of the movie? Um, like, when you were watching it this third time around <laughs> and having to pay attention.
1: Okay, so one uh, thing I really like about this movie is uh, it's not one love story.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And, you know, there's always, like, male and female perspective. There's romance targeted towards men versus women. It's like... Mm-hmm. um. The guy one is always about, like, revenge of the nerds. It's the guy that just scores a girl out of his league for no apparent reason. And then equally ridiculous is the female version of that, where the girl lands the hot guy that has all the options.
0: And, and all she has to do is take off her glasses. Exactly. <laughs> just,
1: it, it's a very, like, this is one thing that shows, like, people, at their different times in their lives, like, the different roles they play. Right. And the different things they look for. And it's kind of messy, and like that's something I appreciate about the movie.
0: Yeah, it's uh,
1: it's it's a rom com, but it gets that part right.
0: No, you're right, and it does have It, it does a it does a good job of reflecting the different aspects because we've got Robbie, who's like 13 and in love with his babysitter, the Brothers older and woman, the <laughs> and we've got Jess, who is in like 17 and in love with. Robbie's dad Cal okay, I can't explain that one <laughs> I don't get it um, maybe she just likes the funny guys that's her thing and we've got Cal and um, Emily in there like they've been married for 25 years and apparently you know he starts to realize that you know I, he just got lazy in the marriage and she stepped out on him at some point and so they've got to deal with all that and then we've got Jacob who is trying to hit any and everything moving and he's pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah, he's that's his thing. And um <laughs> so first I'm like the introduction of Jacob to the film. <laughs> I don't you know, and I'm starting to feel a little bit self conscious here because it's I mean, to the listeners and to most people it's not a secret, but I've got like a ginormous ginormous crush on ryan gosling and he's like you know that list that most people in in relationships have like that those five that you're allowed to but your pass
1: your pass list i wouldn't know anything about that
0: (laughs) ryan is on my pass list and i hope to god i never meet him um but so yeah like this is probably first of all this movie is probably the lightest movie that he's ever done or at least up until this point like the most lighthearted. everything else that he's done up to this point has been just really heavy and just like deep thinkers this one he gets a chance to like exercise some of those uh, comedic chops that i guess he picked up on the mickey mouse club or whatevs (laughs) and um it's very refreshing so um the jacob character is his wardrobe is precise everything he does is he's got a reason for everything he has a script, I'm assuming that he tells to this, these same the same thing to every different girl that he comes across, and I find it curious that he's successful in doing this in the same bar. It seems every night, like nobody is wise to it. Nobody gets wise to it. Um, Don't hit on the waitstaff. That's all I'm saying. Don't hit on the waitstaff. <laughs> is that just um, from personal experience, or? <laughs> go ahead you can try it
1: let me know how it goes
0: (laughs) um wait um how old are you sean if you don't mind me asking uh
1: i'm not 30 i'll put it that way
0: not 30 yet or you haven't you've already passed 30
1: i'm not 30 yet
0: okay so that gives me a good um perspective as to what's going on here all right so um cal and emily their relationship is extremely messy at this point and um She really wants to work it out, but Cal is not trying to hear it. He's really butthurt about everything, and um, (laughs) he walks away from the whole thing. What have you got here on your your notes?
1: I just have the uh, actors and character names. Okay. Um, No, like, okay, the opening scene, like, that was actually really well done, where they show everyone's feet, and, like, ladies in heels, the guys in nice shoes, and, like, uh, playing footsie and gradually getting it on right. and then they show
0: Cal and Emily and his and white New Balance sneakers.
1: They weren't even white. They were gray. They were like <laughs> grody. They were
0: disgusting. <laughs> so you agree there's no excuse to wear white New Balance sneakers with dress pants or anything of that nature. Unless you're Steve Jobs or Seinfeld. <laughs> like Seinfeld like still it's it's embarrassing.
1: I think uh, Michael Jordan he can pull off sneakers, but he also has his name on them.
0: Right, exactly. Not just sneakers. New Balance sneakers. Like those, what do you call them? Is 550s or whatever. <laughs> and they specific. Um, but yeah. No white New Balance sneakers with a suit. That's not okay.
1: Um, oh, well, it's the whole thing. is like the wardrobe. Like most guys don't pick up on wardrobe. But when you look at the characters, um, everything about Jacob is very precise. Mm-hmm. Like the script was written... Ryan Gosling was brought in for a reason. Like, it's to craft a character. And then you have a this almost parody of modern dads, I think. <laughs> and it's ill fitting polo shirts. It's sport coats so with sad. sneakers. It's uh, jeans that just are square. <laughs> I called him Mom Butt. <laughs> And you could see it like throughout the film. If you're looking for it, you can see like this distinct wardrobe, mm. like developing with like, uh, not Hannah's boyfriend because he's always in a suit and a tie, right? But his buddies are in sport coats and polo shirts, and they don't fit well. You can just like see what's coming Their trajectory in life. <laughs>
0: it's like, oh yeah, you're gonna be that guy wearing a 44 when you should be wearing a 42. I don't know. And
1: yeah. So that that to me was interesting. I mean, <coughs> the entire show, the entire movie, is really about Emily and Cal, and what they want, what they say they want. Um, I think they both act on things that they don't believe in,
0: hmm. such so as.
1: Well, I mean, really, who turns down Kevin Bacon? <laughs> so unrealistic.
0: Are you kidding me right now? Seriously, <laughs> oh, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so you're a Baconator? Is that what this is?
1: Oh my goodness. No. Um, Really, it's just kind of funny to see what they go back and forth on. And like, Jacob's whole thing is like to Waken and cow like, this is how you be attractive. Mm-hmm. And one thing, another thing that the show does really well is like, even when you know how to get what you want, mm. doesn't mean it's always what you really want. Right. And, you know... Relationships are messy and it comes through and through i mean this is this is a standard rom-com mm-hmm. um, there's the deus ex machina moment when like hannah sh- turns out to be cal's daughter and like everyone every time you hear nana you think it's like they're talking about the grandmother right not that she's the oldest daughter right and then of course she walks it with jacob and jacob and cal have the confrontation and i love i absolutely love that Jacob takes his ring off, walks over, and just <laughs> slugs the shit out of David Lindhagen. It's amazing. Kevin I have Bacon.
0: such a hard time saying his name, David Lind- Lindhagen. Lind- Lindhagen. Um But yes, that is an amazing scene. The whole farce, farcical fight and everything that happens. Because, yes, we come to a head where everybody is revealed that, you know, all this is it's Hannah is Steve or is Emily and Cal's daughter and all that stuff. And, um... Jess's yeah. crush
1: on Cal. Yes, as opposed to Robbie chasing Jess, and
0: there's a lot of there's a lot of plates being juggled in the air. <laughs> but yes, that was a stand up moment for the character of Jacob to go ahead and just clock David in the mouth for his buddy Cal, who he has grown very fond of at this point. Um, so yeah, I mean, we go through the whole thing of Jacob. And seriously, like this is this this is a pretty funny movie. And especially with um Jacob in the mall and him like Slabbing guiding the uh, shit out. Yes, cow. and guiding him. And the reactionary shot to uh, to him of the Velcro wallet is just yes. <laughs> absolutely yes. priceless. That's, that's probably the best reactionary shot I've seen. He is completely disgusted by the, just the thought that this grown man has pulled out a Velcro wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Jacob's thing, the way he picks up gals, the ladies, is that uh, I guess he, he buys them a drink, whether they want it or not, and um, he rolls up on them and mm, plays this game of impress me.
2: He's just looking for an opportunity to settle for a responsible and stable adult, and I'd like her to settle for you. Oh, well, thank you for the ego boost, but you know what? Just because I've watched you pick up women doesn't mean that I know how to pick up women. You ever see Cry Kid? What does that have to do with anything? You know, he's teaching them to wax on and off, but he's really teaching them to fight. You want me to fight someone? What's the first thing I do when I go up to a girl? I buy her a drink. Yes, always. Without fail, you buy her a drink, even if she doesn't want one, you insist. And do I talk about myself? Never. Never talk about yourself, always about her because bar banter is boring. It's the so worst. you put the impetus on her. She has to be the interesting one. Impress me, impress me with how interesting you are. It's a big game, game. Creepy, creepy little game Oh, play. that's judgmental, isn't it? Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, what do I do? Do I ask them to come home with me? No, you tell them to come home with you. They have no choice in the matter, it is your choice, and they are so overjoyed to have had the opportunity to make sweet, sweet love to you. Oh my God. You did. You Miyagi'd me. Huh.
1: Yeah, it's very effective. And no, It's, it's very about, effective. It's <laughs> not about, like, oh, I'm going to buy you a drink. It's like, no, I'm, I'm taking the lead here. Like, you're going to follow me. Mm-hmm. And really, a girl can say, no, get out of there. And, like, right. he's going to leave. But if a girl accepts that, <laughs> then, then he knows he has an in. Like, that's the thing. And, like, Jacob's whole character is kind of like this parody of male self-improvement. Uh-huh. Um, just in terms of, yeah, it starts a little with the wardrobe. It starts with fitness and all these other kind of things. And then how you talk, how you think about yourself. And, like, Jacob gets what he wants, but he's still a very unhappy person. Right. And at the same time, too, is he just knows enough that, like, okay, this is a way out. Cal, mm. and he wants to bring Cal up in the world um it's kind of funny like the things that they do it's not so much about oh jacob's a womanizer no like girls know that jacob's attractive because a lot of other girls think jacob's attractive
0: <laughs> okay
1: it's a pretty <laughs> cocky statement <laughs> but like that's the thing and like even when Cal finds out and he learns like what his wife needs and like how to be attracted to women in general, Mm. it's still not a pretty picture. It's still not perfect. And he still has to make choices on how he's going to do things and everything else. Right. And kind of his attempts to become more masculine and more attractive to his potentially Mm -hmm. ex-wife. You know, just the way he, flails about in so many different directions at once (laughs) like it's it's kind of hard to watch and that's the whole movie is because he's a dad right and he's a husband and you know he's filled this role for so long and suddenly it's oh we just don't need you anymore
0: yeah he doesn't really know how to take it or how to behave after that it's to to the point where he's like sneaking over at night and doing the lawn (laughs) and just like you know raking and doing all that stuff which it's sweet.
1: <laughs> of course, later on in the movie, there's an evolution of that where Emily calls him up and is like, oh, I need to light this pilot light. Right. And just to like hear his voice and butter his ego, and he just plays along. Right. And the joke is, is he's standing in the backyard and knows that she's nowhere near the pilot light, <laughs> but he goes along with it anyway.
0: And it's extremely sweet. And they, you know, it's one of those things where, if had he taken the time when she told him about her affair... And to just sit and talk this through, instead of literally jump fleeing and jumping from the moving car.
1: <laughs> well, it's it's kind of like the whole point. Like, Cal just did not get it.
0: He yeah. was a, a, a not escapist, but an avoider. Like, it, it seems like that's kind of how he dealt with things. He just kind of avoided.
1: Cal was checked out, and the world had moved on around him. <laughs> Hence the sneakers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes this is absolutely true so which i was going to ask you what do you have a move because jacob has moves <laughs> or a line and i'm using air quotes so you guys can't see <laughs> because it's been Why? very long since i've been outside since i've been in the game very long so i don't i don't know what you kids what do you these think days i would have a move And you guys also can't see by the, the she, side eye that I am
1: giving. She's oh. giving me the death stare right now.
0: All right, that's fine. I don't need to put you on blast like that.
1: No, but I do appreciate you, like, letting in my girlfriends that have all locked themselves out. Because everyone <laughs> has done it. And Camille like, every time is the one person to let them in the building.
0: Well, it's just so sad. They're standing out there. A couple of them bearing gifts of growlers. <laughs> Or fresh baked food or like something like
1: (laughs) My life's pretty good. Let's be honest. And like poor Camellia says to deal with all these girls. It's just like it's okay. You're not the first.
0: I'm starting to take on the role of your mom. That's what's gonna happen. (laughs) (laughs) When I have to sit down and talk to them for a little while and get to know them a little bit and it's like, Okay, well Sean's ready if you wanna go upstairs and talk to him. Because that's what I imagine moms sound like (laughs) in that situation. I don't
1: know. No, I do not have a move.
0: Um, Do you meet girls at bars? Do guys still do that? I mean, I guess so. Sometimes,
1: well, like in the movie it's a lounge so yeah. it's a little more casual easy to approach people yeah. kind of there to mingle
0: as opposed to like the sports bars and stuff here in pittsburgh where everybody's like screaming anytime the steelers
1: pirates <laughs> penguins like any of them
0: anything any sort of a uh, high school football team whatever they're just <laughs> they're there for it 100 percent. pittsburgh
1: I, i've met a few girls in bars um I think the world's kind of moving a lot more towards online dating.
0: Hmm. I've, I've heard a lot about that. This, this, these interwebs oh, yeah. you guys speak of, <laughs> and also, how oh, there's something else I was gonna ask you. Oh, do you, in this day and age, in 20 fucking 16, are girls still going home with dudes after the first meeting? Like, you know, some of Jacob's lines are, you know, Hey, you want to get out of here? And they go home with them. Like, I mean. Have we learned nothing from SVU S- 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 and Dateline and Snapped, even for the dudes? I just like, anything. And he's pleading the fifth. Yep. Okay. So, um... That answers my question. That's what, like I said, I've been out of the game for a very long time, and I'm fine with that because I don't think I could deal.
1: Okay, your husband is awesome.
0: Yes, he is, and like, I love him.
1: I love, yo, know, he's hilarious. <laughs> and, like, yeah, good, solid dude. And to watch you two talk, <laughs> just the back and forth. Like, I catch half of it, and I'm dying laughing. And there's another half was just like, I don't need to know that. Like, I just don't.
0: <laughs> Yeah, so we get along very well. Okay. I think uh, we'll stick it out. <laughs> no, but that's, yes. Um, we've been together for six years. Yeah, or seven. We've been together for seven, married for almost six. So, um, you know, we're still very young in our relationship, but hopefully, you know, everything still works out pretty great. We can talk this about this 50 years from now. Um, but back to Gosling.
1: Uh, (laughs) one of your five one of my five Um, who are the other four
0: see that's the thing like a lot of times the other four kind of switches out Ryan has been you know top dog for quite some time now actually Um, Idris Elba also on the list Uh, Michael Fassbender Um, most deaf and uh oh Michael Pitt have you watched Hannibal? Have you seen that show at all?
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Michael Pitt.
0: All right. Um, so yes, I mean you know this is a typical rom-com film, and it was nice to see Ryan get because he's pretty, he's funny in this movie, and even and Steve Carell always funny to me. I um, were you a fan of The Office? Yeah, yep. I.
1: The office is a completely different discussion, let's be honest.
0: Like, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Different. Uh, totally whole different, different sphere. tone and everything, but but yes, I he's not usually uh, Steve is not usually someone that I go to see a movie for, but it's a nice. It's like, oh, that's cool. I mm-hmm. can get down with that. And I um, I think I don't think I've seen him in any dramatic roles or close to I don't know. I think there was in a movie about the last person on earth or something like that. Finding a friend for the end of the world.
1: That's it. With Keira Knightley.
0: Yes. Um, so what else? Were there any other standout scenes for you? Oh, okay. I've got something here. First of all, when Cal and Jacob meet at the mall, Jacob is eating Sbarro's and he offers it to him. I feel like Jacob would not eat Sbarro's. Have you, when was the last time you ate at a Sabaros?
1: Undercrad.
0: Yeah, see? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> they, that pizza sits under the heat lamp for like 12, 15 hours. It's just a disgusting sight. And um, always remember, be better than The Gap. Now... <laughs> but personally, I have no problems with The Gap. Um, I find that there's a flaw in Jacob's tutorial of helping uh Cal rediscover his manhood is that um these his his tactics, Jacob's tactics of, you know, the drink, don't talk about, you know, make them impress you, blah blah blah. First of all, Cal is nowhere near as attractive as Jacob. He could only probably get away with like a quarter of the shit that comes out of Jacob's mouth. And secondly, I would I th- Jacob is dealing with a lower a younger demographic and Cal's target audience is a little bit older and I would hope would not fall for most of this bullshit. Um <laughs> it's just but I guess uh, yeah cuz as we see when he picks up Marissa Tomei who ends up being his son's teacher and she gets off on the whole um when he finally starts to be honest she starts she gets off on that and um it's really weird because she admits that she's an you think? <laughs> she's an alcohol she's a recovering alcoholic or a sober five years, and she's like fucking batshit crazy. So I couldn't imagine what this woman would be like drunk, <laughs> and she is off the rails. But that's you know just another comedic scene um, that uh, I really enjoy because like I mean the chemistry between all of the actors in this film is pretty great, and especially um, Ryan and Emma. And I, I'd really be interested to see just their movie, like the story of Hannah and Jacob, because it was adorable. It's so cute because she's the one who changes him. She, she. It's a
1: female rom-com. That's the story. That's their <laughs> plot line. Like right there, it's predictable. You know what's going to happen. Just sit back, enjoy yourself, and like.
0: Yeah. Well, she's the girl who's just you know she treats him differently, and she doesn't she doesn't exactly fall for his his bullshit and she's kind of like you know she's awkward the whole thing no
1: she just fell the
0: hardest (laughs)
1: you're adorable
0: no i am sexy i am r-rated sexy okay i know what happens in the pg-13 version of tonight all right i know it's that i get i get really drunk and i pass out and you cover me with a blanket and you kiss me on the cheek and nothing happens but that's not why i'm here I am here to bang the hot guy that hit on me at the bar. Jacob. Jacob.
2: Are people still saying bang?
0: Oh, I do. We are gonna bang. Hmm. This is happening. Take off your shirt. Why? Please, will you take off your shirt? Because mm-hmm. I can't stop thinking, and I need you just.
2: Okay, 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 okay. All right. Okay. 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 okay, okay. Fuck! Seriously like you're photoshopped.
0: And I guess this whole, I guess his big move was the dirty dancing. He somehow works dirty dancing into and the again, conversation. again, this is a
1: movie with Kevin Bacon. Where's the Footloose reference? Like, why is it dirty dancing? Is that
0: your move? Is that you, you work Footloose in
1: and you're like... <laughs> I go dancing through a warehouse, just flopping my arms around and twirling. Yeah, yeah, I can do that.
0: All right, awesome. So we have found out Sean's move. Cheers, um footloose and fancy free and um, another thing that I find weird is that Cal ends up admitting that he has had sex with nine different women in this time period how the fuck long has it been? I need a timeline because there's no way Steve Carell boned nine different women in anything shorter than a year just picking him up at that bar I don't care what, who his tutor was or unless he was like just you know the lonely housewives of whatever
1: it's my turn to give Camila a funny look
0: <laughs> so if um you have no other standout scenes we're going to move it right along
1: um well the only st- standout scene was like you're talking about Sabaros. yeah like the pizza keeps growing and shrinking. Every shot it changes. <laughs> and another scene that did that I noticed was uh, the uh, eighth grade graduation speech. Oh yes, Ryan Gosling's tie kept changing. I really? Know, I, at first I thought it was just like the angle of the light, but no, he like wears two distinctly different ties. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure. I am
0: going to have to go back and look at that. Not cool, script supervisors. Not cool. Continuity counts. Count well, numbers.
1: One's like uh, Barney Stinson, Cornflower Blue, <laughs> and the other one is like this deep <laughs> blue that actually looks really good with his suit, and, uh... This <laughs> Cornflower
0: Blue. Big <laughs> Fight Club reference? <coughs>
1: <laughs> actually, I just referenced another famous womanizer. Barney Stinson, How I Met Your Mother.
0: Oh!
1: He was all about the Cornflower Blue.
0: <laughs> yes, you're I correct. forgot
1: about the Fight Club. I'm
0: like, nice. That I'm impressed. Like, yeah, yeah. That's like one of my favorite. One of my. That's definitely a top five favorite movie.
1: I just love like he decks out his entire apartment in IKEA, and like they show the price tags like it's
0: some <laughs> fucking catalog, and then yeah, blows up. It's amazing. <laughs> it's such a good movie. Like I don't understand how anybody could not like Fight Club. It's such a good movie. <laughs> I probably watch it once a year. <laughs> it's like... I actually uh, just started the book, too. Yeah. I read the book after I saw the movie, which I wish I had done it in reverse, but um, still pretty good. And if you feel like you enjoy Chuck Palahniuk, I have a couple other of his uh, books. Oh, um, it's very interesting. Very interesting fellow. The read. Definitely looks at the world sideways. <laughs> Um so yeah I mean we we got our messy relationships everybody is broken everybody gets back together everybody heals up and um yeah Robbie's babysitter gives him naked pictures of herself for graduation you know cuz that's what you do that's not okay she's like 17 years old he's like 13 it's not okay and the soundtrack for this Nothing too special. It starts off with a John Legend song. Um, and it's kind of generic. But I, what is remarkable is that um, the first scene, I think, when Cal is, is doing the lawn, is, like, maintaining the lawn, they are playing a talking head song called This Must Be the Place. And that song also is in Lar- another Ryan Gosling movie, Lars and the Real Girl and it's pretty prominent in that film. And I just thought it was interesting. Have you ever seen Lars and the Real Girl?
1: No, I haven't.
0: That's really good. It's, um, you know, Lars falls in love with um, a sex doll. But it's not as creepy as it sounds. <laughs> it's more about the love that this town has for Lars as opposed to the love story between Lars and a doll. But I would highly suggest that. Um, so yeah. So we are going to take a quick break and then we're going to come back and get into judging the movie and judging Ryan some more. Not you. I'm not going to judge you, Sean. It's okay. <laughs> All right, we're back and now it's time to rate the movie one to five how would you rate crazy stupid news
1: let's give it a four just for kevin bacon <laughs>
0: <laughs> are you seriously a bacon fan or are you just fucking with me <laughs> all right that's fine um i give it a three and a half and that negative that Half gets lost because Julianne Moore. You know? I mean, I can't... You're
1: clearly not a fan.
0: Not a fan!
1: W- was it really Julianne Moore? Or was the fact that Julianne Moore was a driving character and Ryan Gosling was just a supporting character?
0: No, because there was plenty of Ryan Gosling on screen for me. <laughs> um, no, it's just Julianne Moore. She. I don't know what it is. I have like this negative chemical reaction to her, and I don't... I don't know. Uh, I may never find out why
1: you just hate gingers I, I don't hate
0: her she just bores me i don't there's a difference sean um ryan's performance in this movie one to five. Oh, he was
1: absolutely phenomenal especially when he's
0: slapping steve carell around <laughs> uh, i give it a five for the reactionary shot to the velcro while it alone shh, <laughs> shh. shh. He's absolutely offended and disgusted. <laughs>
1: oh, man. Good times.
0: So, are you down to watch this again? Oh, yeah. Okay. And, um, guys, if you are interested in watching Crazy Stupid Love, where did you watch it? Because I know we, it's not on Netflix right now. Um,
1: It pops on there every once in a while. No, I found it on Amazon.
0: Okay. So, you can rent it on Amazon. Probably iTunes as well as uh, YouTube, I think I saw you can rent. Because YouTube is doing that now. Um, okay. So... Every movie I rate it on the Bechtel test. I don't rate it, but we figure out how it scores on the Bechtel test. Are you familiar with the Bechtel test?
1: I'm not.
0: Just All right. Me. Here we go. The Bechtel test is a type of litmus test to assess the presence of women in movies. It originated from Alison Bechtel's comic wait, Dykes wait, wait, to wait. Watch Out for in nineteen eighty five.
1: And it's a the test there's if three steps for a truly strong independent female lead is a conversation with women to women mm-hmm. and they have a conversation with each other mm-hmm. that they talk about something important to the plot and not just about a male character ding ding
0: ding um but also they need to be two named women but yes that's basically it has to be have at least two named women in it they need to talk to each other about something besides a man and i don't think that happens in this film I mean, we've got Hannah, we've got Emily, we've got Liz. They all either talk to each other about Cal or about banana pudding boyfriend or about Jacob.
1: Well, let's be honest. Like, let's, let's truly apply the Bechdel test like to men that they don't talk about women in some shape or form when they're off screen. Hmm. Um, I don't think it really... Like, you have the opening scene, or not the opening scene, but uh, where Kyle meets his bald-headed buddy in the bar. Right. Like, well, we had to choose between you and her, and I chose you, but my wife said no. (laughs) So, um, the Bechtel test fairly applied, because we're all about equality here, right? Yeah,
0: absolutely. This is a safe space.
1: This entire movie, okay, let's let's throw that out. This entire movie is about the differences between men and women and how they approach relationships. Men are from
0: Mars, women are from Venus. No,
1: (laughs) no, that's one of the things I love about this movie is like all the little observations. Like, um, when I start talking to people about body language, like, Mm -hmm. um, it was so key to what I did before coming to Pittsburgh. Like in my career, like, body language mattered, and I always had this there's this book what everybody is saying by Joe Navarro and everybody's two different words. he's an FBI profiler Ooh. and he starts, tell me more. I'm intrigued (laughs) when he starts teaching people about body language. He starts at the feet and moves up. Everyone else in the industry will teach you from the top down where the top is like so close to our brain. Um, it's really complicated, but we don't even think about what our feet are doing or anything else. Hmm. Um, it actually tells a lot Hmm. and so that's like why the opening of the movie to me is like so powerful it's like it's very candid in everything it does and when you get to this married couple you can tell that they've been married a little too long because
0: her feet aren't towards him aren't pointed towards him His.
1: they they have like this clear segregation between the table and it's just like it's dead it's been dead for a long time and uh Yeah, it's just like those little observations that come through in the movie, Mm -hmm. especially like what men look for and what women look for in relationships, are completely different. Mm. And I'm pretty sure if we can find a a scene in the Bechdel, you know, applying the Bechdel test, you know, a lot of the scenes that we have are one on one. They're, you know, even talking between Cal and Emily, it's about the kids, it's always about someone else. This entire movie is about relationships. Mm -hmm. Everyone, anytime two people talk, they're talking about another person. When Jacob calls Cal, he's like, there's this girl. Mm -hmm. She's a game changer. And, of course, Cal finds out five minutes later in the movie that, oh, yeah, it's his eldest daughter.
0: (laughs) Which, yeah, that has to be, like, a real mind fuck when you find that out. You've just spent... A good portion of your time catting around with this dude <laughs> and being taught how to pick up chicks, and now he is now into your daughter.
1: <laughs> Literally physically into your daughter. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, that is um, a very interesting observation of yours, and I appreciate that fully. No one has ever gone deeper into the Bechtel test once I bring it up, and I appreciate that. That's what I like challenge me <laughs> but we can
1: we go ahead we can go ahead and like sit here and bring up every scene female to female and apply the Bechdel test
0: which I'm pretty sure it's just not there unless I mean unless there's like I don't know if we're going to go with scenes or just a conversation in general but if you really want to get in down down in there Molly, the little girl, Cal's youngest daughter, talks to, asks her mom if she, or or something, she asks somebody, I think either Hannah or her mom, if she can go watch TV. It
1: was still about a confrontation (laughs) with a dude, so clearly this movie is just failing. (laughs) You know what, Camila, you don't ever need to watch this again, All (laughs) right? It's just, it fails the Bechdel test, it's not worth watching. Well, at least
0: watch parts of it. So the Gosling Age, (laughs) Um, there are certain things that certain characters that Ryan continues to kind of go to. And usually his characters are one of some of these things, Um, like, for instance, and in my journey, I found out that this has happened in every film except maybe two. Does Ryan sing or dance in the film?
1: Dances The Dirty, dirty dancing. dancing.
0: If we count that, then yes. Yes, he does. Um, is his character eccentric? No. Yes. Eccentric? He buys shit off of TV. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> what grown-ass man he's addicted to watches QVC. <laughs> QVC? Okay, I'll give that to you. All right. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> um, did he disappear into his character? What
1: does that mean?
0: Um, it means... I mean, I, it's, I guess it's kind of hard for us to really judge that because we don't know who the fuck Ryan Gosling really is. But to me, I think this character, I think Ryan Gosling is Jacob, like maybe Jacob's light, but I think, <laughs> I think that's who Ryan Gosling is. So to me, not really, um, you know, not like as opposed to like disappearing into the character, like. Have you seen Tropic Thunder? Oh, yeah. So, like, oh, so yeah. Robert Downey Jr. disappears into his character. <laughs> um, time's over. <laughs> yes. He's the dude playing the dude who plays the dude. <laughs> plays, plays another plays the dude. dude. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, the character smugness level, one to five. He's like seven. Smug, He's really? Smug as fuck, yo. Gosling? Yeah, his character. Jacob. Jacob he gets, like, leveled in this, you know? A little bit. But, like, maybe by the end he's come down to, like, a solid four. But for the majority of this film, Jacob is pretty smug.
1: Hey, if that works. If that works.
0: That's just the way it is. And is his character sexually attractive? If you yes. were to see this dude in the bar and you were competing for the same girl, would you... Have you seen me?
1: <laughs> okay. To put this in context, I went to get my car washed because it's been snowing in Pittsburgh.
0: Oh, cars are gross.
1: And I walk right in now. and I'm like, it's the shell down on Center Street. Mm-hmm. Um, or bomb. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, you know who you look like. Okay, what do you want? I'll play this game. uh, Who do I look like? And it's a middle-aged black dude behind the register. And the white girl who's early 20s to his right goes, You ever seen Fast and Furious? Paul Walker? And I'm just like, I'm not that skinny. And the entire conversation was just (laughs) around that. Um, Which is much better. I usually get- Or uh, Vin
0: Diesel. (laughs) What do you-
1: No, um, what's the guy that does, uh, he did Sons of Anarchy.
0: Oh, Jax Teller. Um. Or whoever plays Jax Teller. No! Opie! Fucking Ryan Hurst! Yes! (gasps) Oh my god, you do! Oh my god!
1: Remember the Titans?
0: Yeah! Fuck yeah! He was
1: (laughs) so... I'm a big, tall blonde hair, blue-eyed, white dude. If with your beard was ashing. bigger,
0: like, if your beard was crazy, then yeah, you would totally... Okay,
1: I still have a bigger beard than my dad. <laughs> um, my dad is complete badass, but he was about 50 before he could grow what I can grow now. Um,
0: <laughs> so you're winning?
1: <laughs> I don't know. He's, like, one of those guys, like, he has no arm or leg hair. Like, none. Like, nothing. really, He has it in the appropriate places, yeah. and, like that's it he also has more hair on his head than i do and it's just like (laughs) damn dad like i wish i had that but i can grow a better beard than he can so as
0: long as you've got that you just (laughs) that's you keep that in your pocket buddy And yes you do uh resemble ryan hurst and um funny story about like he was my favorite on sons of anarchy opie i cried almost stopped watching the show when he spoiler alert no 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 and um (laughs) <laughs> but I, I met him at a comic convention in Florida. But he was here recently filming a TV show called The Outsiders. Which... Um, Based on the book? No, not that. Outsiders. Oh, man. Yeah. It's about a bunch of hillbillies. Um, I tried to watch it. I just can't do it. Um, but it's on like WGN. It's It started last night or whatever. But, so one day... Like, I larve Ryan Hurst. So one day, I come home from for lunch, and just you know came to check mail whatever and I go back and I'm not even really paying attention to my periphery but I'm just driving down Butler Street and I just out of nowhere I'm like is that fucking Ryan Hurst and there's Ryan Hurst like getting out of a car and I my head went to autopilot and I like parked immediately and (laughs) went to go do a little lightweight stalking but not a big deal but yes Ryan Hurst. Is he one of
1: your five? He no, is. he's not.
0: He's not. That would just be awkward, Sean. Um, so, lastly.
1: Translation, people. He was.
0: <laughs> Got too close. Now we read from the book of Gosling.
1: <laughs> I'm a bit traumatized right now, people.
0: 100 Reasons to Love Ryan Gosling. For those of you who have been keeping up, you are familiar with this book um this book was written by joanna bennick she's a lovely lady in london and she's put together 100 reasons to love ryan gosling
1: please tell me she's sponsoring this podcast
0: i wish she would <laughs> but i just purchased this um I mean, it was cheap it was like 15 bucks or something on Amazon, and i mean really 15 like one five <laughs> 15 american dollars now, shut up and listen to at least five reasons. I'm not going to read a hundred. I'm going to read you five reasons. It's like
1: three beers at Full Pint. Okay. Dan, Camila, and <laughs> myself bonded over at Full Pint Wildside. <laughs> Wild
0: They're going to have to start sponsoring.
1: Oh, and I love them. Their owners are awesome, too. Their bartenders are amazing. The crowd is pretty decent. Yeah. No. Especially when we're there. Like We make the crowd awesome.
0: It's fa- Yeah, exactly. Fantastical. I would even go so far to say. Fantastical.
1: I like that word.
0: So. Five reasons. Oh my God! We're on number 50.
1: People, save me. <laughs>
0: you're going to sit here and you're going to learn some shit. <laughs> his agent loves him. This is number 50. And, now, uh, and not just now, he's a superstar. Apparently his agent, quote unquote, believed in him so strongly that she offered to give him money so he could focus on his, quote unquote, craft and not have to take non-acting jobs. Wow. She really did believe in him. Uh, 51 he really really likes women I like working with actresses and I like women a lot not for obvious reasons but just in that there's so much about what they bring to the scene that keeps it so interesting their instincts are so different and they never explain them to you it's not surprising that Men loves the ladies not just because the feeling is so deeply mutual but because he grew up surrounded by women his dad was away from home a lot, working as a traveling salesman for a paper mill, and then refused to move with the family to the US to pursue ry Rai's career. We're almost done. Number 52. He doesn't give up, wait, oh, he doesn't live up his own ass. Well, he's been known to get pretty bogged down in prepping for roles, i.e. living in a bedsit, refusing to talk to friends and calling himself Danny in preparation for Making the Believer, Or learning to be a badass motorcyclist and taking advice from former bank robbers for the place beyond the pines he always remains fairly grounded acting isn't that hard really i mean i think that people make a big deal about it but you just kind of try to stay you just try to you just kind of try to say your lines naturally you try to make them sound like you're saying them for the first time but that's not it that's about it (coughs) number 53 he really truly honestly never expected to be a sex symbol. The director of The Notebook, Nick Cassavetes. Have you seen The Notebook? <laughs> you were so so. Have I seen out. The Notebook?
1: Uh. No. <laughs> no. Do I have dignity? Self-dignity? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, you didn't have a girl, you didn't have a girl try to, to make you watch The Notebook. It was basically, that's basically like, how most dudes end up seeing The Notebook. Yes,
1: I haven't had a girl try to make me watch The Notebook
0: hey girl you've had several and you've just managed to bypass it you like dodging bullets <laughs>
1: it's yeah, kind of like the matrix to this point
0: like i don't even
1: need to dodge like they just move around me i cut this dvd no no there's the door
0: this guy ryan gosling i'm straight emphatically okay. no um nope. <laughs> the director of the notebook nick cassavetes called me to meet called me to meet him at his house when i got there he was standing in his backyard and he looked at me and said i want you to play this role because you're not like the other young actors out there in hollywood you're not handsome you're not cool you're just a regular guy who looks a bit nuts (laughs) okay number 54 he left his mark at school please don't be a poop story Despite spending a lot of his childhood out of school filming or being homeschooled, he dropped out of high school at 17 to go off and be Hercules. It's unlikely that any teacher or pupil will ever forget him, and not just because he was a Disney kid who went on to become a movie star. I wanted to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I really wanted to be Sylvester Stallone. When I first saw Rambo, that movie put kind of a spell on me, and I actually thought I was Rambo, so much so that one day I took a bunch of steak knives school and threw them around at recess time because I thought we were in the movie. So Ryan came really You close. like this guy? Ryan came really close to being a juvenile delinquent. And lastly, <laughs> wait, was that five? One, two, three, four, five. Okay, that was five. So wait, we, we stopped
1: at 54.
0: We did 50, 51, 52, 53, 54. Okay. Oh, do you want more? You want to read more? <laughs> I'm not going to I'm just trying to do the math,
1: <laughs> for no apparent reason.
0: So that is the book of Gosling. Um, well, thank you, Sean, for joining me. It's been an hour. Do you?
1: Camilla is never gonna have me back. So Lies. It's been a pleasure people.
0: Lies. Um, you're totally coming back to talk about Drive because I would like to see your insights on it because I almost walked out of the theater for that movie. So. <laughs> Sean, do you do the social media thing? Are you on Twitter or anything like that that you want to connect folks if folks want to say hello?
1: Uh, no, I don't. It's totally um, acceptable answer. You can track me down on Instagram. I have nothing on there. It's citizen
0: <laughs> dot, Brian. Citizen dot Brian. Why don't you have anything on your Instagram? I'm
1: working on it. I actually have... I take a lot of photos. Mm-hmm. Um, I just haven't... Put them on my phone so I can take them to Instagram. And I got a cool life. I got really cool people in my life. I'm really blessed that way. And uh, pretty soon I hope to
0: start sharing that. Nice. I like that. Like, you were great. I had fun with you. I hope you enjoyed yourself. You were all worried and whatnot. I got free bourbon. <laughs> and that's all it takes. So um, just remember to follow us on Twitter, DTW Podcast or um, like down to watch podcast on Facebook and you can find episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes all under rugged angel productions. Rugged angel is one word until next time, children.